Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Therapy for Monsters, the podcast where we give therapy to monsters because why not? Why not do that? Why not? make this a thing. Um, if you're new to the show, welcome. You know, it's it's great to see new people joining in and listening and hopefully getting something out of it. If you're old to the show, then thank you for sticking it out. Your um your listenership is very, very much appreciated. It's great being able to share this with you all uh, each week. And I really hope you're getting something out of it. I really hope that you're still enjoying it. I'm trying to mix it up a bit. I'm trying to do some different stuff. So if you are a long-term listener, hopefully we're not just getting stuck in a rut. Um, If you got any ideas, uh, any people that you want on the podcast, people, monsters or whatever, if you want to suggest anything, just easiest way is to jump on my Twitter. It's just at Monsters Therapy. Uh, Jump on there, write your suggestions and yeah, I'll see what I can do. Anyway, to the episode. Enjoy. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Hi, Voldemort, and welcome back for another therapy session. It's good to be back. And I see that you've brought someone with you today. Yes, I've regained my physical form. However, it has come at a cost. I'm Professor Quirrell, the person that Voldemort is attached to. Ah, hi, Professor Quirrell. Welcome to your first session. Thank you. Now, what brings you both here today? I am having difficulties with Professor Quirrell. Difficulties, okay. What's been going on? He bungles every task that I set him. Bungles the task? That doesn't sound too good. Can you give some examples? For example, Green Guts, I asked him to go and get the Sorcerer's Stone, and he failed me. Failed you, hey? What ended up happening? Uh, I'm terribly sorry, my lord, but 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 the 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 stone was was gone from Gringotts before I before I was able to get there. Excuses, excuses, Quirrell. Is this all you have for me? Is yet more excuses? I can see that you're you're really not happy with uh, Quirrell's response there, Voldemort. Why would I be happy with incompetence? Why would I be happy with this pitiful excuse of a servant? Uh, uh, I'm terribly sorry, my lord. 
I can see that you're feeling really disappointed and frustrated today, Voldemort. Can you tell me a little bit more about those disappointed and frustrated feelings? I have spent so many years, so many years waiting, waiting for my opportunity to regain my powers. I am not going to let this imbecile squander the chance that I have. I can hear that you've got a lot riding on this, a lot of hopes, and you really don't want to, I guess, really bungle or um, wreck the chance that you have to regain your power. Yet I do not know how it's going to be possible with such an incompetent servant. Terribly sorry, my lord. You and your excuses disgust me, Quirrell. So you're feeling really, really disgusted, really frustrated, really let down, feeling pressure. There's a lot of feelings, a lot of overwhelming feelings that you're dealing with right now, isn't there, Voldemort? There is indeed. I do not know how, how to navigate these challenges. Yeah, how to navigate these challenges? Well, I guess the first thing we've really got to pinpoint is where you're wanting to navigate to. So what is your goal here? My goal is to regain my full strength, regain my full powers, and that will require the Sorcerer's Stone so that I can drink of the Elixir of Immortality and regain my full form, and not be a parasite upon another. Okay, so you want to get this stone, and you want to get your full form, uh, so that you can get your own body, and be immortal, and, and be super powerful and stuff. Have I got that right? Yes, that is correct. Okay, so, and you've got to rely on Quirrell to uh, take the necessary steps to get to this goal, is that correct? Yes, and relying on such an incredibly incompetent individual has me worried. Has you worried, hey? Can you tell me a little bit more about those worries? They are flooding my mind, taking over all of my thoughts. Ah, it is hard not to have control. Okay, and while you're worried, I'm noticing that you're saying some stuff to Quirrell. Um, And some of those worries seem to be coming through with what you're saying. What do you think? What are you referring to? Oh, I'm referring to the way you kind of... I guess that pressure is getting to you, and in what you say to Quirrell, uh, you're, I guess in a way, you're kind of pressuring Quirrell. Um, You say you feel the pressure, it's uncomfortable for you to feel, and so you pass that pressure on to Quirrell in in just the way that you talk to him. Um, Lots of, I guess, insults, lots of, yeah, putting him down, kind of bullying sort of attitude towards him. Uh, I'm just wondering what you think of that dynamic. Are you saying that I am a bully? Well, yeah, like when it comes to Quirrell, it sounds like you're definitely bullying him. I despise bullies. 
I was bullied at the orphanage. I was bullied for years. Uh, the idea that I am now a bully myself. Uh, I cannot abide by that. Yeah, it sounds like you really know just how hurtful it can be to be bullied. And you don't want to really be one yourself, do you? You don't really want to be a bully. Yet how else am I to respond to Quirrell's incompetence? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? And the way that you're responding to him right now is actually pretty unhelpful when you think about it. Uh, People don't generally respond well to bullying. So, for example, no one's ever had the experience before where they said something like, um, oh, you know, I was really struggling with a task. I was finding it super challenging. But then I got bullied heaps and all of a sudden everything became easier and I was a success. Um, No one's ever really said that, (laughs) at least not to me. Um, So the idea of bullying to gain control of Quirrell and to get your desired result is a bit of a flawed idea. Um, Bullying doesn't actually enable control. Bullying actually cuts someone down. Uh, It makes that person less confident. And when people are less confident, they're more likely to make mistakes. It's a little bit like, um, you know, if you've ever been on a driving test before, um, right before the driving test, you could be driving around in your comfort zone, uh, not making any mistakes. But as soon as that marker uh, gets his pen out to start grading you, all of a sudden those nerves uh, and those nerves really chisel away at your confidence and you start making some mistakes. Um So here I can see you chiseling away at Quirrell's confidence uh, and making those mistakes more likely. Ah, how could I not have seen that? Uh, The bullying isn't helping at all. What must I do instead? Well, it's great to hear that you're open to doing something else instead. Um, So... What are your ideas, first and foremost? So what do you think could be a different approach that you could take with Quirrell that wouldn't chip away at his confidence quite so much? I have no idea. It's the only way that I've ever known how to deal with other people. Okay, so you're at a bit of a loss, hey? Yes, I'm afraid so. I cannot think of a way to make him do what needs to be done without using insults and threats. Yeah, well, look, a lot of people come up with this idea that, you know, I've got to insult someone or by bullying someone or putting someone down, that's just encouraging them to do what is better or required. Um... Sometimes you you see couples come up with this excuse that, hey, you know, if I didn't tell him how much of an idiot he was, he wouldn't know that there's a problem. Or if I didn't tell her how um, annoying she'd been, um, then, yeah, she'd never stop. Uh, the, the problem is, is that this bullying sort of approach, it doesn't really help anything. And like we talked about before, it ends up just harming a bit. Uh, Instead, you can take an encouraging approach. Uh, An encouraging and supportive approach is very, very different, uh, but it enables the person to grow in confidence 
and not have that confidence chiseled away, which leads to more mistakes. So here, for example, when it comes to Quirrell, uh, an encouraging or supported response would look very different. It would look something like, um, I don't know, talking to Quirrell about you know, what is he struggling with? Uh, what's it like for him to be unsuccessful with going after the Sorcerer's Stone? Uh, what challenges does he see in, in going after it? What, what can you say? What can you do to help support him? And yeah, really just fulfill whatever needs he has so that he feels confident enough and capable enough and supported enough to be able to achieve the goals that you're setting out for him. I see what you mean. And look, you, you even get this with couples again. Um, you know, some people will bully their partner about their weight, thinking, oh, you know, it's the only way that they'll lose weight is if I give them a hard time about it. Uh, but an encouraging and supportive response of going, you know, what do you need to be able to get fit and healthy? You know, do I need to take care of the kids so that you can go for a walk or go for a jog or go to the gym? Or do I need to help out with preparing food so that, um, you know, we have enough energy and time to prepare something healthy? So, that, you know, there's these supportive responses that you can give um, that are much more effective than bullying. Uh, and in this case, you know, it doesn't cost you. Cost that bullying gives as well, that, that chiseling away of confidence, that insecurity that it creates, that nervousness, uh, which gives rise to more mistakes or which just flat out damages the relationship. Um, I can I can hear that you know your relationship with Quirrell isn't necessarily something you value, but if you are in a relationship that you value, that's another thing to take into consideration. That you know this way of talking it really damages that relationship. You are right. I do not value my relationship with Quirrell. I do not care for him at all. But I am stuck with him, stuck with him, stuck to him, stuck altogether. But I see what you're saying. I must be supportive of him. If I would like to have the best chance of success. Awesome. Sounds like a great plan. Stalking is prevalent in Australia. There are hundreds of cases reported every year. These people's existence have been besieged by a stalker. Survivors often are voiceless and have no place to tell their stories. This podcast has given a voice to those victims, a place to tell their stories. Hopefully we can help others who are in this terrible situation to fight back. I'm Mom McMahon, and this is Stalking Australia. A That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.